This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Packers game is over, and you've heard what Bill and Gary have to say, but there's still more to be said and more players to hear from inside the locker room. Now, your host of the show, Joe Zenzola. When Jordan Love was taken at 26 overall, the Packers took a quarterback from Utah State and not a receiver. From midfield looking for a shot, Rodgers sending it deep downfield, and Lazard brings it in! It's at first round, take that. It doesn't matter what round I was taking, 48 on the catch for Alan Lazard, the undrafted player. The guy who got him down there gets him in the end zone. And the Packers take the lead on Lazard's fifth career touchdown. 319! Third try, pulls the trigger. Third and ten, two incompletions. Shot down field. Lazard got to it. Can he get all the way home? Lazard inside the ten. Down to the three. Second home run shot. Beat P.J. Williams. It's a gain of 72. Well, look at what we have here. Aaron Rodgers needs to find his number two man. He needs to have that number two option. Who's his number two guy going to be? That man right there, I think, is your number two. And it's going to continue. Packers win 37-30. Welcome in. It is Green and Gold Overtime here on The Fan. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola hanging out with you guys for another hour. Thanks for staying up late. I don't know how many of you are still awake. I don't know how many of you are Nighthawks. Some of you might actually be working right now, the, uh, the graveyard shift. Regardless, appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. Alan Lazard, man. He is the real deal. It just blows me away. That was the one guy I was curious about going into this season as to whether or not 
this guy just wasn't a flash in the pan, that he was going to be more, that he was going to be a trustworthy target for Aaron Rodgers. We, we've been talking about this now for a long, 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 long time here on this station about whether or not Aaron Rodgers needs this number two really good wideout. And, and again, yeah, there are a lot of talented wide receivers out there. Yeah, we've talked about it, nauseam about bringing in Odell Beckham. But you know what? I don't think we need to have that conversation right now. Alan Lazard is right on par with what Aaron Rodgers is doing. That 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 is that is the key thing here. Tonight, you did not have Devontae Adams. You did not have Devontae Adams. So who was going to step up? Who was going to be the playmaker? You knew this was going to be a shootout. You know that your interior defense sucks. You knew that you were going to try and contain Alvin Kamara for as long as you possibly could, but you also knew that you were going to have to score a lot of points here. We did a buy or sell on the Bill Michaels show on Friday, and I pitched it to Bill, buy or sell, whoever gets to 35 points at least is going to win this football game. And Bill bought that, and I certainly bought that. You needed to score a lot tonight to win. And I think this is going to be the formula here all season long for the Green Bay Packers. Because right now, as long as Kenny Clark is out, there is just no way. And for me, I don't really have much confidence that these guys in the interior are going to get better to stop the run, regardless of who the running back is each and every week. So you as an offense have to go out there and bail out this defense. And there's probably going to be some games this season that the Packers are going to lose because there was a defense out there that kept this offense in check for once. And there's going to be a pro- probably a couple of games where this defense is just so bad, the offense can't keep up. I see that happening. But what I also see, even though you have that glaring weakness defensively, you still have a pretty damn good offense that is clicking. You have an offense right now that continues to prove that you can be okay without Devontae Adams. And this goes back to last season when the Packers were 4-0 without him. Now, I'm not going to go on here and, and start saying that, oh, the Packers don't need Devontae. No, 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 Slow down. Aaron Rodgers finally had to start adjusting to the game plan of Matt LaFleur last year. After Devontae went down with that turf toe, you saw Aaron Rodgers adjusting to the system and playing within the system and finding chemistry with guys that he typically doesn't find chemistry with. And we saw that over the course of four games, and that was pretty cool. And then when Devontae Adams got back into the picture... It was all right, but Aaron Rodgers would still find himself rolling out of the pocket, looking, 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 holding on to the football, looking, 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 trying to find Devontae, trying to have Devontae come back to him. We saw a lot of that last year after Devontae Adams came back in the picture and was healthy again. And the Packers were still winning games, but they were winning a lot of ugly games. It wasn't perfect. But you know what you don't see anymore 
so far through the first three games is you don't see Aaron Rodgers looking, 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 scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. I'm just going to hang on to the football and try to find Devontae. It's not, it's not the case. It hasn't been like that these first three games. Aaron Rodgers is playing within the system. Aaron Rodgers continues to look for open guys. Aaron Rodgers continues to get rid of the football when, when the particular play calls dictate. And he's, he's spreading it around. I mean, tonight was... Tonight you could have you could have thrown it to tight ends all night. I mean, all these different plays, all these different bootlegs that Matt LaFleur was putting out there, Aaron Rodgers executed to a T. Roll out, hit Robert Tanyan in the flat. Roll out, hit Mercedes Lewis on a wheel route. Roll out, hit Jay Sternberger. Hey, it's great to see Sternberger catch a couple of big passes tonight. People were like ready to jump ship on him after last week, and that was a little silly. But yeah, it is important for some of these tight ends that, you know, we've seen them make a couple of plays last season, but that's it. Tonight, they stepped up big. Wasn't expecting Mercedes Lewis to make a catch like that. And you know what? I don't really think there was much push off there. I think that was a good non-call from the officiating. The officiating today, for the most part, was pretty bad. But that particular play, there was a lot of pushing back and forth between him and the DB. That was a hell of a catch from Mercedes Lewis. You don't see that every day from him because that's not really his job. But, hey, he made a play. The tight ends tonight made plays. And we've talked about this for how many years that the Packers don't have a great tight end to throw to anymore. Well, Maybe they don't have a great tight end to throw to, but they've got a whole bunch of guys who can follow the system, get open, catch a ball on the run, and get a first down and move the chains. That's what we saw tonight, and that was some of the keys to continuing to get this offense moving and getting all the way down and putting points on the scoreboard. This was an excellent game tonight from the Packers offense. Absolutely excellent. I just, I, I cannot stress it enough how proud I am to see how well this offense executed things and Aaron Rodgers just continues to play within this system. And you heard Aaron Rodgers. If you're I mean, if you're just tuning in, Aaron Rodgers in the postgame press conference tonight was raving about a lot of the play calls that Matt LaFleur had. You talk about a guy that's bought in. We're certainly not going to be playing the conspiracy theory game here on the fan about, oh, is Aaron Rodgers, has he bought into Matt LaFleur yet? No, he's bought in fully. And who knows? Maybe, just maybe, there were a few things that played into the why as to why Aaron Rodgers is doing this. Maybe it was the Jordan Love draft pick that motivated him further. Maybe. Could be. You could even go one step further if we really want to talk about theories as to why Aaron Rodgers is is playing the way that he is right now. Who knows? Maybe being single. Maybe there's something to being single and not dating someone. I don't know. Maybe in, maybe in your personal life, 
you're not studying as much tape as you normally would because, hey, you're taking care of a girl and you're doing different things with a girl. I don't know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, this guy is totally motivated this season. And him and LaFleur, are, they're definitely boys. We've seen it on camera. They are really getting along. I, th- I just think we can put to rest a lot of the conspiracy theories that we've had about these two and whether or not it's going to work. I think this is this is just totally solidified it. And, you know, for Matt LaFleur to have the start as a head coach, you know, they were running a graphic tonight on NBC you know, comparing all the, you know, prominent Packers head coaches that have been out there. And Matt LaFleur has had the best start over all of them, over Lombardi, over Holmgren, over Mack, all of them. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, guys. The, the, this Packers team, the, this is this is a damn good football team. Now, again, we can talk about the defense and how many issues they have defensively, and I do believe this defense is going to cost the Packers a couple of games, but at the end of the day, Packers aren't going to go 16-0. and But the way I see it right now, I had them right around 10-11 wins. I think they could easily be more than that. And then maybe they can be a 13-3 and team again. Based on what I have seen from this offense and the execution of this offense for the first three weeks, oh, and by the way, this offensive line has been incredible, and they've been doing a lot of rotating these last three weeks. I mean, tonight you went into a game where Billy Turner was the right tackle, and he hasn't played right tackle since he was with Denver two years ago. And Ricky Wagner played just fine last week, but they decided to go with Billy Turner at right tackle and Lucas Patrick at right guard. And still worked out well tonight. So all I can say is this offense, just keep it up. Because you know what? You play the way that you did against New Orleans tonight, you will easily beat the Atlanta Falcons on Monday Night Football at home. And the Falcons right now are, they're they're just, I mean, you talk about tailspin. They should have beaten the Bears today. They had no reason losing to the Chicago Bears. They blew that big lead. There was no reason for those guys to lose that football game. I think the Falcons will play the Packers tough Monday night, but if you get this kind of offense, good luck. Good luck. We're taking your calls at 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter as well at 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm at Radio Joe Sports. Austin, Texas is on the other side of the glass producing tonight, doing a fine job covering tons of ground. We will go back inside the Packers locker room. We still need to hear from Matt LaFleur tonight. I did not have a chance to get to him on the Green and Gold postgame show, so we will hear from the head coach coming up next. Also, we'll hear from Alan Lazard, who just just unbelievable tonight. Just unbelievable. Six catches, 146 yards and a TD, including that 72-yard deep ball that he caught, which he got inside the five-yard line. Couldn't believe he couldn't score that, but nonetheless, Alan Lazard, he got the game ball too, so... You know Aaron Rodgers is loving Alan Lazard, but we will hear from him as well. But we can get your reaction uh, here as the Packers win 37-30. They're now 3-0 and on the season, making the 
late trek back to Green Bay tonight, and then they will have some time to recover and get ready for the Monday night game. It actually kind of works out well for them over the next few days here with the schedule. It's not like they have a quick turnaround at all. Um, you know, they're going to be healthy and ready to go. And then coming off that Monday night game, they'll have the bye week and uh, hopefully they can get a few guys back. We saw Christian Kirksey go out tonight with an injury. Um, hopefully he's going to be okay. He's had a history of injuries. Also, uh, Rashawn Gary left tonight with an ankle. So hopefully we'll have more updates here in the next 24 to 48 hours, I'd like to think. But uh, we shall see. So again, taking your calls here on Green and Gold Overtime. We will also hear from Matt LaFleur coming up on the other side. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola. 3-0, baby. We'll have more right after this. Welcome back. Green and Gold Overtime continues here on The Fan. Radio Joe with you. Thanks for staying up late. Packers get the win 37-30 down in the bayou. Aaron Rodgers tonight, 21 of 32. 283 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Sacked once in this game, but he did admit that that was more on him when it came to trying to read as to who was coming at him. It wasn't it wasn't really the line. The offensive line has been outstanding through the first three games, and they've had a lot of moving around, a lot of guys playing different positions, had some injuries. Billy Turner, of course, was out the first couple of weeks. Lane Taylor's season-ending injury. And it's worth noting that Aaron Rodgers for the first three games has thrown nine touchdowns, no interceptions. He has a near 70% completion percentage, thrown for close to 900 yards. And he's not doing things that typically we've seen over the last couple of years, both under Mike McCarthy and Matt LaFleur last year, where it was, I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'm going to do whatever I want. Aaron Rodgers continues to play within this system and it has been unbelievable to watch and to see him continue to grow with chemistry with Alan Lazard especially has been something really special to watch. Alan Lazard undrafted kid really making an impression very very impressed. We'll hear from Alan Lazard coming up here in just a little bit but Want to hear from you guys, 414-799-1250 is the phone number. We will also hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, in just a moment. Mike, on the south side, you're next up on Green and Gold Overtime. What's going on? Hey, guy, thanks for taking my call. Hour and a half on hold, but it's worth it. Are you there? We are here. Love the lizard. Love the lizard. Now, here's my take. You can cut me off anytime if you got a comment. Uh, two weeks ago, I was like, on the big show, why don't we trade two tight ends, 
in a draft pick for a piece, a receiver. I was wrong. No Devonnie Adams. I watch his tight ends. They played her A's off, tackling, doing the dirty work, great catches. So I was wrong on that. And you know what? Look, different take. Tackling, that's always an issue with the Packers. I don't know. Maybe we need Leroy Butler to teach them how. But I thought a big turning point, and bear with me, Mason Crosby, number five on my offense list from the big show. So the Saints look like, you know, they were coming in. And Packers kicked a field goal. Well, a 45-yard field goal, ho-hum. We got a great kicker. And I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, 3-0 Bears, 3-0 Pack. We got to strap up. And uh, are you here? I'm here. Uh, can you answer this question? Yes. Aaron Rodgers is the king of offside. Do you think the league would make a mandate where you can only say hot or hike? Because they already know the play, right? No, I don't. I, honestly, I don't think, no, the league's not going to do any of that. No, it's it's pretty simple. If you're a defensive player and you fall for what Aaron Rodgers is doing, that is what it is. I mean, that's that's the whole point of the hard count. Mike, thanks for the call. Uh, Aaron Rodgers continues to be a magician at that, and, and we saw it tonight just how impressive that was to draw the free play and then also get another bonus with the pass interference in the end zone with that stupid hook on Lazard. I mean, I it's just it's just so blatant. Blatant. The Saints had a lot of had a lot of penalties tonight. I mean, it just it just killed them. There were a couple that, uh, like that horse collar that they called on them that wasn't a horse collar at all. It wasn't even close to a horse collar. Um, that officiating crew tonight had a lot of problems. There were a lot of things that they just didn't see. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers drawing guys off sides, I mean, that's it's what he does. And if defenses are falling for that, well, that's on them. The NFL should not have to change that. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And Mason Crosby, Mike is right. Mason Crosby, I, I tweeted this out too earlier. You guys can tweet at me at Radio Joe Sports. You can also follow me at Radio Joe Sports. Mason Crosby tonight, you know, drills a 52-yarder, drills a 47-yarder. Pretty, We're pretty lucky to have Mason Crosby and pretty lucky that he, this guy's getting older by the years. And he is still connecting out there. Pretty lucky we didn't let him go. Yeah, really. Totally. No, Mason Crosby has been has really been our ace in the hole in a in a lot of situations. And um, you know, you talk about a guy that's also had to overcome a lot over the last year with his wife, you know, battling cancer. Um, so that has also been something really cool to see is see Mason Crosby continue to thrive out there as a kicker. And we've seen kickers be in this league for a very long time into their early 40s um, and still be able to thrive. Um, Adam Vinatieri, of course, is the most recent one that I can think of, but uh, it, it is really good to have Mason Crosby in there continuing to connect when they need points in critical situations. All right, Matt LaFleur. 
We haven't had a chance to hear from the head coach. He talked. Let's take a listen as the Packers win tonight, 37-30. That's Matt LaFleur, head coach for your Green Bay Packers, as the Packers 3-0 on the season now, winning 37-30 tonight down in New Orleans. And, yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones only touched the ball, what, 16 times on the ground and twice in the air. So 18 total touches tonight for Aaron Jones, and the Saints kept him under 100 total yards. But look at your top three receiving leaders tonight. Obviously, Alan Lazard with the explosive night, six catches for 146 yards and a TD. But then your next three are tight ends. Robert Tanyan, five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Jay Sternberger, three catches for 36. And then Mercedes Lewis with that one catch, 18 yards. Hell of a grab for a touchdown. Those were your next three highest receivers in this game, and that's all it took. Saints really had no answers to that when it came to how these tight ends were playing tonight. So, again, I give so much credit here to Matt LaFleur and so much credit to these players for being able to just play within the system and executing over and over and over again. It is a well-oiled machine for this offense. And you heard it there, too, talking about Zoom meetings. I really felt during the offseason that, you know, these NFL teams are going to have to adjust to all this COVID stuff. And how would these teams adjust to doing things virtually? How are Do these coaches have the right game plans, the right teaching methods to making sure that their guys understand all of these concepts? Again, it helps for Matt LaFleur in his second season because a lot of these guys were returning players, so they were able to play under a lot of these concepts last year. But then carrying that over, would that knowledge still be there? Well, they've gotten better, and Aaron Rodgers has certainly gotten better with this. So these are all positive things. All I can say is I am loving this offense right now, and you guys should be loving this offense too. We will hear from the hero, Alan Lazard, who got the game ball right after the game. He flashed it to the media. You will hear from Alan Lazard coming up next here on Green and Gold Overtime. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola. Again, Packers win tonight 10, two incompletions, shot down field, Lazard got to it, getting it all the way home, Lazard inside the 10, down to the 3, second home run shot, beat P.J. Williams, it's a gain of 72. That highlight courtesy of NBC, welcome back, Reading Gold Overtime continues here on the fan, Mike Tarico on the call, good to hear Tarico. I don't think they use him enough over at NBC when it comes to games. I mean, he does a lot, but that's that's a conversation for another day. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola, hanging out with you guys till 1 a.m. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, we're live and local here on The Fan beginning at 5 a.m. The Bart Winkler pregame show with Ryan Horvath gets underway here in, what, four... Four hours, 15 minutes, if I'm doing my math correctly. Yeah, four hours, 15 minutes. So we'll be back here. Maybe for one of these Green and Gold overtimes, maybe I'll do the whole overnight. I have thought about it. It's crossed my mind. I would do it just to do it. But we'll see. 
Uh, the way it works here with Green and Gold Overtime, these are typically after night games. So, yes, there will be another installment of Green and Gold Overtime here on the fan uh, coming up Monday night. So looking forward to that. I'll be on there as well. Austin, Texas, hanging out with me here, doing a fine job other side of the glass. And we can take your calls, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250, your reaction to tonight's game. But, again, live and local Bart Winkler pregame show gets underway at 5 a.m., then Bart Winkler himself at 6 a.m., Bill Michael show statewide at 10 a.m., and then the Wendy's Big Show with two former Packers, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, that at 2 p.m. here on The Fan on a Robert Hack Diamonds Green and Gold Monday. So that's all coming up here after this one, but a lot to be happy about with your 3-0 Packers, and you heard that call there with Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers on the connection. Aaron Rodgers, you know, we talk about Drew Brees and how his arm is not what it used to be. Aaron Rodgers can still drop dimes and he can still bomb it and hit his targets. It's just so amazing how impressive Aaron Rodgers is. You cannot count him out. And I didn't want to count him out going into this season. I wanted to see what a second year under Matt LaFleur's offense would do. And it is doing wonders right now. But let's hear from the hero, Alan Lazard, who got the game ball afterwards. This is what he had to say. There he is, Alan Lazard, the hero in tonight's game as the Packers win 37-30. And yeah, really, I mean, you talk about defenses. Minnesota, a lot of flaws week one with their defense. A lot of younger players, a lot of inexperienced players. Uh, Detroit, their secondary was all banged up last week. You had Malcolm Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins, Lattimore. You had all these all these guys. You had an outstanding defensive front. Cameron Jordan didn't do diddly squat tonight for New Orleans. Um, I mean, that, that Saints defense was really something to fear, and you put up 37 points on these guys. The other thing that's really nice in all of this, you know, we saw this with the Milwaukee Bucks, and it just goes to show that not having fans makes a huge difference. And we're seeing that here. I mean, you talk about two of the hardest places to play in right now in the NFL being the Superdome. And then of course, us bank stadium up in Minnesota. And you got those in the first three weeks of the season plays a huge, huge advantage for the Packers. I mean, you got to wonder how much those crowds would impact those games week one and week three. And again, the Packers' schedule is front-loaded with a lot of road games. So depending on how long this goes and whether or not teams are going to be able to bring in more fans to their stadiums later this season, I don't know if that's going to happen. But right now, this also plays in favor to the Packers. Because the back half of their schedule, they're at Lambeau Field a lot, and they don't have to travel much either. In fact, they stay in the Midwest the second half of the year. They don't leave the Midwest at all. So those are all some things to consider here, but not having fans, especially in those loud dome stadiums, that also has really helped the Packers out, and they have taken advantage, and that really makes me happy, and I'm sure it makes you happy as well. Again, the Packers 3-0 and on the season. We will wrap things up coming up on the other side here on Green and Gold Overtime. To the Saints, keep it. They got a nice return out of it. Taking over the 39. Here's Breeze looking downfield. And he doesn't pull the trigger and he's brought down. Is Kingsley Kiki in there again? This time he gets the sack. He forced a fumble earlier. 
The front office, the coaching staff have been talking a lot about Kingsley Kiki. A lot of analysts have been saying expect a little bit more from Kingsley Kiki. Well, guess what? Kingsley Kiki had his best night as a Green Bay Packer with a couple of sacks. That was really good to see. Green and gold overtime. A couple more minutes here on the fan. Let's hear from the man himself, Kingsley Kiki, addressing the media. There he is, Kingsley Kiki, after the Packers... Got the win tonight down in New Orleans, 37-30. Hopefully we will see more of Mr. Kiki coming up here in the coming weeks because you know what? They need players on that defensive front to do things, to make plays. That is really good to see, but that is still one of the biggest uh, gaping holes right now. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know when Kenny Clark's coming back. Maybe he'll be ready Monday night. Maybe not. Don't know, but... Hey, if the Packers keep rolling, I got to think Brian Gutekunst is going to do something here to address this. He has to. He just has to. Live and local here on The Fan, beginning at 5 a.m. with the Bart Winkler pregame show with Ryan Horvath. And then we are on the air, 6 a.m., 6 p., breaking down Packers and Saints. And you know what? Congratulations to the Milwaukee Brewers sneaking into the postseason. Big series against the Dodgers. We'll be talking about that all throughout the week as well. Thank you for listening to Greeting Gold Overtime for Austin, Texas. I'm Radio Joe. You guys have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.